Hey there, it's Steve with interprep.com, the radio show prep service. And in this episode, I talk with Tracy Johnson, president and CEO of Tracy Johnson Media, about air checking, why it's still important, and what you can do if you're not being air checked. From interprep.com, this is the Interprep Podcast. Uh, I've been programming radio stations since 1981, um, since I was in uh, 21 years old in college. And um, I became a consultant for Alan Burns and Associates uh, from 89 to 92, uh, moved to San Diego in 92 and went to uh, program and then later managed the KFMB stations here in San Diego from 92 to or 93 to um, gosh, 2007. And then um, uh, worked for Triton Media, uh, executive vice president of audience engagement from uh, 2007 to 2011 and launched uh, Tracy Johnson Media Group in February of 2011 and been doing this for the last eight years. Tracy, I remember going back, and you probably do too, because I also got into radio in the 80s, the old once a week, pop the cassette in, air check session, and those seem to have gone away, right? Yeah, they have, um, and it's it's sad in, in in many ways, and I, there's a lot of reasons for them to uh, not be as prominent as they once were. But air checks used to be the backbone and the the, the chance for personalities to be exposed to uh, input and feedback that helped them grow, right. uh, even if they didn't like what they heard. Uh, it set in, it gave them something to work on, but I see so many personalities now who are pretty much left to their own devices and it's like, put them on the air and hope they do well. And, you know, just try not to uh, do anything that embarrasses us. Um, and a lot of reasons for it. Um, uh, programmers are wearing a lot of hats. They're programming multiple stations. A lot of them are on the air themselves. And there's just not time to even listen to the stations, let alone uh, give individual time to personalities to give them input. Yeah, and and so as you said, it kind of falls back on the personality to self-air check. Is that doable? I mean, is it really possible to objectively self-air check? Uh, It is, but it's really difficult because a lot of times, uh, well, two things happen. One is you don't hear the good things that you're doing. You only hear the mistakes, and you know what those mistakes already are, and you don't get another perspective. Everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs a mentor or someone to be a second set of ears to give them some some feedback and point them in the right direction to hear things that they're not. Right. And give them something to work toward. I found that when you try to air check yourself, self-evaluation is great, but it but you need someone to be pointing you in a direction so you know how to evaluate yourself in a way that actually moves yourself moves your um, your career forward. So if I were to find somebody who I trust, and maybe it's my program director, maybe it's a program director slash friend who's in another market, uh, they have a limited amount of time. So I send them MP3s to really save them time uh, typing up a critique. What should I ask them? What kind of feedback should they be giving me? You should be looking for what's my next level. Well, not not necessarily what are you hearing that is wrong and needs to be fixed. Those things are important, but those are technical things and they're tactical things. And the tactics are, are really important, but I think every personality has a trigger that helps them reach that next level or find that breakthrough that unlocks their personality and gets them to places that they can't go by themselves. Uh, it's inside of them, but it needs to be unlocked. Yeah. And if you can find uh, a mentor, 
yeah, like, like you said, Steve, a, a program director, someone in another market, a VP of programming, someone that you trust that you can send that to and can hear you in a different way and say, you know what, this is what you're really good at. You should focus on this and really develop this aspect of your personality, develop this aspect of your character. I think this can really take you places. Uh, it gives you a roadmap. It gives you something to work toward. And that, re that really helps you stretch and, and find new areas to explore. You know, that's a, that's a great point I hadn't thought of. Uh, that's where an outside opinion comes in handy because very often when we listen, uh, I listen to my own stuff uh, in the podcast that we upload, uh, I can go back and I can immediately be honest with myself and say that was too long or I was I was talking too much and should have let my co-host slip in there a little bit longer. Um, but you raise a good point that an outsider, a program director, or somebody in another market can say, you know, you're really good at this thing, storytelling, interviewing, whatever it is. You should do more of that thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I learned that uh, when I worked in uh, for Alan Burns uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s. I consulted for Alan. I was a young program director, and Alan was a seasoned um, uh, consultant. And he brought me in, and, and he, he, uh, he kept taking me to radio stations that I really had no business consulting at the time. He took me to Z100 in New York and B96 in Chicago and WMMS in Cleveland. And I finally said to him once, I said, Alan, why do you take me to these places? I'm really not qualified to be going in and talking to Scott Shannon and, and Steve Kingston and, so, and some of these legendary programmers. And he goes, are you kidding? You're the most creative person I've ever been around. And I said, Alan, I'm not creative at all. <laughs> and he, he explained to me what creativity is. He said that creativity is someone who can hear an idea and know exactly what a, another person can do with it. And it unlocked a skill in me that I never realized I had. And I learned a lesson from that to apply that in everything that I did when I was programming, when I was managing, and now as a consultant, to look for what a talent is really good at and help them find the way to become great at it. Because, you know, like you said, Steve, you can listen to your, your show back and you can find ways to beat yourself up and to fine tune it and tweak it. And you could probably make it 20% better just by adjusting what has already happened that you can't really do anything about. But if you can find that key that unlocks another level, and if someone can show you a path to get to that next level, there's unlimited growth that's available in that. And, it, and, and that's where uh, air checking can really get exciting. Tracy, is there a benefit to listening to air checks? We call them podcasts now, but there are air checks of radio shows all over the internet, updated daily. Is there a benefit to listening to, to those other shows? And how do I listen to someone who's on the air in Des Moines or San Diego objectively and learn from that personality? There's a lot of use for that. Um, one is to make yourself feel better that you're not the only one that's screwing up a lot of things. <laughs> because, because, I mean, it's great. There's nothing like listening to another show, especially in your own market and picking them apart and hearing all their mistakes. And as you listen <laughs> to that, you go, oh, you know what? I kind of do the same thing. Uh, so it can be instructive. It can make you feel uh, like you're not alone in this whole struggle of uh, seeking excellence uh, in this business. But listening to get ideas and to get inspiration can work too. Um, if you're listening to uh, The Burt Show in Atlanta or uh, Dee Dee in Dallas or Rick Morton here in San Diego is a great show to listen to right now on Z90. Um, and you listen to that sh those shows, you might say, wow, I don't really get it. I don't understand why these shows are working. 
But if you really start studying what's going on behind it, you'll start to identify different skills that they're applying in a unique situation that you don't want to copy and apply, but you can learn the process. And if you learn that process, you can then apply that process to your own show, your own personality, and it can be a source of inspiration and and discovery. So when you're working with client radio stations, what do you recommend for air checking? How often do you recommend that the PD sit down with the air talent? Well, it varies um, depending on the skill level and the experience level of the personality. It depends on the character and the uh, the type of person that personality is too. Some need more formal air checking on a regular basis and others it really doesn't help. Um, others are just wired differently and they don't get much from those long sessions. Um, I recommend more frequent uh, touch points, whether that's a formal session where you bring them into the office and you sit down and you really dig in and, and work hard. Um, uh, but but it doesn't have to be just that way. It can be five minutes in the studio after the show. It can be, let's go out and grab a coffee and, 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 and talk about this. Um, it, it doesn't have to be the same routine where you sit down and listen to audio, stop it, uh, critique it, and then move on to the next break. Those meetings tend to be grueling. Yeah. Um, I, I love, uh, the, the, I think the most healthy relationship a personality and program director can have is when a program director is using the audio to be an example behind other talking points. We're talking about this, we're talking about teasing, we're talking about hooks and getting into content more quickly. And we'll go to the audio to use as an, uh, as an illustration or a demonstration of a bigger point. And I would also suggest that as the personality going into the meeting, you go in not as the person on the tape, but as a third party. See that person on the audio clip as somebody that you're critiquing as well. Yeah, that's a great point. And it, it removes that subjectivity and that uh, and making it personal and makes it more objective. And if you can uh, get into that mindset of being able to listen to that audio the way the listener, as much like the listener is actually hearing it as possible, we can never become real listeners, but we can become more like listeners by imagining where we are when we're hearing it and how this is coming across and is this really cutting through. And the more you can get into that listener mindset, the more objective and the more uh, the, the, the healthier those air check sessions are going to be. Yeah, it helps you to sort of uh, remove yourself and become more objective and take criticism more easily. So wrapping up, any other tips or suggestions for radio pros with regard to air checks? I prepare for the air checks. Uh, That's one of the biggest mistakes I see PDs make where they'll come into a session and they have no idea what's going to happen in that session. They don't have an agenda. They don't have talking points. They haven't really listened to anything in advance. And the sessions end up being longer than they need to be and lacking focus. And I think that uh, PD should prepare for an air check session the way they expect their talent to prepare for their radio show by putting some effort into it, by really being prepared, knowing what what points they want to make. And then just like they coach personalities, not trying to do too much in that meeting. Uh, make one or two points and let's go to work on that. And let's not let's not try to let's not overwhelm the talent with too many instructions. So I um, accidentally landed a job one time because I sent somebody an air check to review for me and it wasn't the station that I sent the air check to. I'm gonna tease you here. 
I'll tell you the story that goes back to the old cassette days. But before I do that, Tracy, you guys at Tracy Johnson Media have launched a new air check service for stations for radio professionals who want to get better. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about this. Um, I've got a team of consultants here myself. Uh, Mike Shepard is a uh, legendary long-term programmer and Andy Meadows, who a lot of people may not have heard of, but Andy is a former client who is a program director and he's great at air checking and, and developing, especially young talent. And we've put this together uh, for undercoached personalities for overworked program directors and forward-thinking general managers is how we put it. Um, a lot of what we do in our consulting side of our business is coach program directors on how to work with talent. And I think a lot of times if we can, if, if um, the program directors learn some of these techniques and learn some of these tips, it can make them better at air checking and bringing out these things uh, with their personality. So those overworked uh, uh, per, uh, program directors who don't have time to invest, don't have time to spend, or maybe don't have the experience or expertise, they can bring their shows to us, uh, sit in on the sessions, they can learn how we do it, uh, and and really kind of get everybody on the same page. And I think it can be a real time of creativity for them. It's also for those uh, personalities who don't have anybody they can send audio to and don't know how to put together an air check to get that next job or they just aren't getting feedback and don't know what to do on their radio show. So we're, we're, we're there for them. And I, we say for forward-thinking managers, because I think personality is the future of the radio industry, where other technologies can steal information from us. Uh, that we, we can't stand out for being the first with breaking uh, traffic and weather together like we used to be. Uh, we can't... Um, win for the most music or the best variety of music because those options are everywhere but going forward it's going to be personality that can't be duplicated and if i were a general manager today i'd be looking to develop as much talent as i can because whoever controls the talent in the future is going to control the audience and i would say to radio pros as well and this kind of ties in with my old cassette air check story that i'm about to share that sharing your air check with somebody like tracy johnson or other radio pros in the industry who can give you feedback they become more aware of you as a radio personality you broaden your contact list as you try to advance in your career so i remember years ago my very first full-time job was down in southern illinois an am day timer and i would air check myself and send cassettes off to anybody who would listen and there was no email, so I would call a radio host, maybe somebody I read about in radio and records, and I'd say, can I send you an air check? Would you give me some feedback? And a lot of guys did, and I, and I appreciate that to this day. So they would have to type up the critique and send it back to me. So I remember sending an air check to a guy in Evansville, Indiana. He was on this big 100,000 water that banged into my market, and uh, he, he typed up his critique and sent it back. And then sometime later, I got a call from a radio station south of Louisville, Kentucky, and they said, we're interested in you for mornings. And I said, oh, how did you hear about me? And he said, well, a guy in Evansville sent us a tape for the job. His air check ran out, and there was some dead space, and then your air check continued. So that's how we heard about you, and we're wondering if you'd like to come over for an interview. <laughs> so I, uh, I uh, did that and took the job, and the rest is history. That's awesome. You know what? Uh, I had a general manager once who told me that good selling is never wasted, and if you just keep knocking on doors, some of them are going to open. Uh, it's a good example of that. That's, that's a, What a great story. Tracy Johnson with Tracy Johnson Media. Uh, they have a new air check service. Tracy, what's your website? Yeah, it's a tjohnsonmediagroup.com, and if you're interested in the air checking, there's a link right at the top in the menu for air checks. It'll take you right to all the details. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. 
All right, that's it for this episode of the Interprep Podcast. Thanks for finding us and for subscribing in your favorite podcast app. And I hope you'll tell other radio pros about this podcast. Listen, if there's a radio pro you'd like me to interview, email me, steve at interprep.com. And remember to subscribe to our free daily show prep email. It's at interprep.com slash free. I'll talk to you soon and have a great show.